How do you build relationships that are worth their weight in gold? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And I'm picking up today's conversation where we left off yesterday. We talked yesterday about taking inspired action. What does it mean to use things that inspire you and motivate you to create and define new actions in your life that get you closer to the person you want to be and the life you want to have. As soon as I hit sort of stop on yesterday's recording, I was immediately reminded of an interaction that I'd had with a friend of mine last week. I had um, posted a story on Facebook and I'm going to tell you all about that in a second. And she sort of came to me and she's like, oh my God, she's like that story. People love you. People gravitate to you like I've never seen. I could never be like that. Um, How do you do it? Or something like that. And we got into this conversation and I can't tell you the sort of, you know, ins and outs of the conversation without telling you the story. So let me back up and share with you what happened last week. I was having one of those like what I call kind of like a magical day where you know like one of those days when things are just going your way and you're seeing all the green lights and things are working for you and you're in the zone and you're just kind of chill and happy and relaxed. I was having that kind of day and I got super lucky where on the radio, not on a playlist, not on something I predetermined, song after song after song in a row were like some of my favorite songs. So I was singing along to the radio. I was kind of probably embarrassingly enough, like fist bumping in the air. Um, Like I just didn't care. (laughs) I'm so corny sometimes. I like roll my eyes on myself. You guys must think I'm nuts. But it was that kind of day. Um, And I pulled into the Target parking lot and the woman in a car like that had been like behind me I guess pulled in her car right next to me and she got out and she was like girlfriend you've been singing and dancing that whole way I've seen you the entire time like you just don't care I would never be able to do that I would be so worried about what people thought about me and I said to her I said listen I'm just happy I'm having a great day and if we're afraid to be super happy in public then we really ought to be worried and she was like girl I need me some of that energy give me a hug and I gave her a hug because of course I had plenty of that to spare and we went about our day um incidentally I kind of wish I had gotten her number (laughs) which just sounds again so dorky to say but I'm new in town still it's not that new anymore it's been more than six months at this point but I haven't made you know many friends here and it would have been great to have a new connection and a new person who kind of got me and saw me so mindset in real time I should have got her number and tried to maintain a connection. But anyway, I digress. So I shared the story on Facebook. And people just loved it. And I love the story. I love being able to tell you. It hadn't occurred to me before yesterday to share it on the podcast. But it was one of those kind of magical being human moments that just light me up. And I was, you know, I was talking to my friend and I said, well, here's the thing about me. And here's the thing about creating the types of relationships where people just stick to you like glue and you're willing to do the same for them and respect you know, in response. The only way it works is if you're also willing to be gutted (laughs) and to feel like an artery is being severed when you have to say goodbye 
when you get your heart broken, when somebody has to leave, or somebody simply lets you down. That turned inside out, that energy that I have, that willingness to be open and to connect to people means it is brutal when I get hurt. Because usually people are, you know, sort of preventing that for themselves. They're guarded, they're careful, they're not putting themselves out there, they're not admitting to singing along to the radio like they don't care in the car, any of that, because they're protecting themselves from what people might say, from what people might do, and what people might think. And when you move through the world the way that I do, you are exposing yourself to risk with that vulnerability. Somebody might laugh at you. Somebody might make you a spectacle and call you out. Somebody might call bullshit, which has happened to me a time or two. And sometimes too, like me, like when you say goodbye to every family and friend you've ever had and you move 3,000 miles away, you're going to feel broken and sort of busted at the seams having to say goodbye and leave people behind. And it's that experience that people sort of avoid and sort of pretend away a little bit. I think I think that, you know, a lot of times people don't even consciously realize that they're doing it, but they just they they guard themselves off. They wall themselves off. They tell a little bit of the story, but they don't tell all of it. And it's this conscious or unconscious attempt to protect themselves from hurt, disappointment and brokenheartedness. And choosing to do differently, choosing to live in vulnerability, because you are finding that you're looking at your life and you're looking at the quality of relationships and you're finding that it just isn't working for you. It isn't enough. It means you're going to have to put yourself out there. Not everyone's going to get it. Not everyone's going to respect it. But knowing for yourself that not doing that anymore simply isn't working for you. Because here's the thing about relationships, and this goes back to when I was a mental health counselor and I offered couples counseling to people. There's something funny that happens in um, relationships when people are noticing that their relationships are struggling or having some kind of problem like that. They focus so much on the other person. They focus on what the other person is saying, what the other person's doing, what the other person's not saying, what the other person's not doing. And we do that in our most interpersonal relationships, like our, um, you know, like our marriages and our partnerships, our best friends. But we also do it in public with the way people look at us. If they give us the side eye, if they don't make immediate eye contact, what their voice tone is like, we make those determinations in all kinds of relationships. And this affects us in our business life and in our professional lives as well. We can see this across the board, this tendency to look at what the other person is saying, doing, not saying, not doing. And it's so funny because there's this like ego thing that gets involved where you just assume 50% of the responsibility because the other 50% falls on the other person. But that's nonsense. Personal development doesn't shift 
just because we're talking about relationships. And if on all my other episodes, all the other mindset shows that I'm going to do, I'm telling you that you are 100% responsible for what happens next, that's true in relationships too. No matter what life hands you, no matter what the other person says, does, doesn't say, doesn't do, you are 100% responsible for your response. And your behavior can determine, improve, or discourage whatever's going to happen next. And if you're not happy with the state of your relationships, if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling like something's missing, if you find yourself playing small, not participating, not answering the question when people ask you how you are or not showing up for yourself as you should, you got to look at yourself. You have to look at the way you're showing up for other people. That's the only thing you have any control over. It's so much easier to finger point, to look at what someone's saying, not saying, doing, not doing, than looking at yourself. But the only part here that you have any control over is yourself, what you are doing, how you're talking. If you're telling people really what you want them to think, know, and believe, if you're sharing of yourself, if you're expressing curiosity about them and how they're living and what their lives are like, that's where sort of the the reality of good intimate strong relationship lies is in reciprocity and um sort of giving to someone and uh receiving from someone too right like it's that give and take it doesn't work when it's all one way it doesn't work when one person's invisible or when one person's doing all the other work all the work and someone else is just carrying on and holding on to the coattails you really have to show up and if you feel as though you're in relationships that are missing something that aren't what you want or you've simply um you know kind of like me in california i have a really good tribe of people that i left back on the east coast but my tribe in california if i'm like totally brutally honest is comprised of people i pay because it's like the people i've met or the people helping me with my home design and my remodel or my real estate agent who helped me buy my house or my doctor it's nobody that like it's just an even playing field and making new friends. And that is entirely on me. So, and you've heard me mention it and reference it on the show. It's like this sort of little cloud that's off to the side where I'm dancing and going, okay, it's probably time to make a California friend or two. Ah, but that's so much work. And then I could just keep in touch with my East Coast friends and that can work until it doesn't, right? That's my choice is to take that awareness and to bring it to center stage and do something about it. And in all transparency, I don't know that I'm entirely there yet. Um, Sometimes I'm more motivated than others, but I can't turn that into a story of I haven't made any friends here. Like, right? Because that's the sad sob story. Oh, I've moved cross country, but I haven't made any friends. The only people I talk to are the people I pay who talk to me. If that's ever the story that comes out of my mouth, you get to call BS because the reality is, is I work from home. So 
<laughs> I can't make new friends unless I leave my house. And I have to leave my house, connect with people on social activities, give them an opportunity to get to know me, and um, do the same for them in kind. And that's a lot of work. And I am somebody who has such a strong tribe, who has such a strong sort of community of people, that it's really easy to overlook the fact that like if the shit hits the proverbial fan here in California like I don't have a tribe I don't have anybody to call my next door neighbor I'll call her because she's not only keeping me in stock with salsa and burritos and all kinds of yummy Mexican food but she's totally somebody I could call but I should probably start developing a bigger list at some point in time. I have to make more of a commitment to myself and I own 100% of that. Not 50%, 100%. And that's how it is for you in your relationships. You have to look at how you're showing up, how you're participating, how much vulnerability you're offering, how much of yourself you're showing. And I am not talking about stripping yourself naked and bearing your soul to every, like, you know, Tom, Dick, or Harry in front of you, or Jane. <laughs> you can list all the girl names, too. You know where I'm going with this. Like, this isn't about, like, bearing your soul to everybody. But this is about deciding that there's some people that you would like to get to know better, or there's some relationships that you would like to have added meaning, or you need new relationships in your life and being willing to show up, tell people what you want them to think, show them who you are and be willing to be vulnerable, be willing to be misunderstood because the reality is, is in that story, that woman kind of saw me and she got me, but it'd be so easy for her to just see me as crazy to be like, I am parking my car anywhere but near that crazy woman she could have read my energy assumed i was a nut job which most people have told me they would have seen <laughs> seen me as but instead she took a chance on me and we had this like gorgeous beautiful human moment that lit you know it just lights me up to be able to tell you about it and to share it and to tell other people about it but I know that that energy has to be carefully kept that willingness to put myself out there to connect in a genuine way has to also be monitored with boundaries it can't be completely led and determined by boundaries because then it's a wall and nobody gets in but if I trust myself to know what respect feels like and to respond when things feel disrespectful, to be okay with um, putting myself out there, meeting people and finding out that I don't particularly like them, even if they like me and figuring out a way to have that like hashtag awkward conversation. That's all on me. And that's what it is for you too. So this is my triple dog dare for you to really look at how you're showing up. If you're good with the state of your relationships and you're happy with your friendships and you feel seen and supported, you probably already stopped listening and you certainly don't need to take action because you're right where you need to be. But if it does feel like something's missing, if you do feel lonely, if you heard my story and were like, yeah, I, I kind of wish I had, maybe not all of that because I promise you it gets intense sometimes, but a little bit of that, then you have to do the gut check with yourself and you have to ask yourself how you're showing up, how you're um, saying yes to opportunities, perceiving opportunities, following up on opportunities and doing the work. Meaningful relationships involve work and you only do this 
by learning. You know, I can tell you this and I, I remember this like it was yesterday and now we're, I cannot even believe it's going on five years. But in 2013, my best friend decided she didn't want to be my best friend anymore. I hadn't done anything wrong. I didn't make a wrong turn, but her life kind of self-combusted on her and she didn't know any other way to deal than to shut down and go away. And I don't know how to support that for longer than the year. I think I sort of hung around for, I finally, you know, decided it was time to move on, I guess, in 2013. But probably the whole sort of uh, journey with her started in 2012 or so. But like, I, she, she couldn't have her heart broken, I guess, and have me see it. Um, she couldn't deal with her life falling apart and open her her door to me to let me help. And I don't think I'd ever like noticed that or paid attention to that before because, you know, when my husband was hurt, she was my 1.30 in the morning phone call. She was my 5 a.m. phone call on the same freaking day. She was my 7 o'clock at night phone call and she showed up for me in spades. And I participated in that friendship with my whole heart and my whole being with the idea that someday it would be my turn to show up for her and when she didn't let me oh my goodness friends like that wrecked me that hurt me so deeply um to the point where I said well you know I, I think I'm done now with friendship um uh, famous last words right but I think I'm done I don't I don't think I want any more friends I've got a good tribe I've got a good unit of people I've got people who have my back I'm, I'm not doing this again like I I can't go through this again and I defined it to people as like the worst breakup that no man had hurt me as much as that had hurt me at the time. And then I meet this pesky, talkative, chatty, adventurous, spirited girl at the gym. And I think to myself, uh-oh, I kind of like her. <laughs> uh-oh, this one might be sticking more than small talk. Uh-oh, this one might be getting in. And I had to make a conscious choice with myself. Am I willing to be heard again? If I get to know this woman and we really start to like each other and we start to trust one another and we share secrets and we connect, like, am I going to be okay if it doesn't work out, if the ending is the same? And you don't choose intimacy and you don't choose additional connection and deeper, more personal relationships without saying yes to that question because you can't do it half-assed. You have to be all in. If you're looking for relationships that have more meaning, that are deeper and more connected, you have to be willing to show up and be all in. It doesn't work any other way. But here's the other thing, friends. You don't have to want that. That kind of intimacy, that's not for everybody. That's not everybody's cup of tea. And it doesn't work for everybody. I'm talking to the people who want and need and are looking and yearning for more in their personal life, who want more quality relationships. The challenge is to not look at other people to see what they're saying, doing, not saying, not doing, but to just simply take an examination for how you're showing up. And this works in life or in business. If you're looking from at this from boss mode and you're trying to figure out why some of your clients aren't coming back around again, why um, you don't seem to have made meaningful connections, look at how you're showing up. Look at how you're presenting yourself. Look at how you're building 
building relationships with people, if you're drawing people to you, if you're keeping them at a distance, or if you're not even inviting them in, because that's the part in this that you have control over. If what you're doing is working for you, by all means, keep doing it. Because again, like I'm only talking if something's missing, if you're longing and yearning for something, but do that self-examination process. Trust your ability to set boundaries, to not just let everybody in, but to let the people who might come to matter in, to trust yourself that it's all figure outable and you will figure it out. But that in order to get the life you want and the business you want with the quality of relationships you want, you owe it to yourself to look inward, to see how you're showing up, how you're putting yourself out there and what you're willing to sort of bet on in order to have something that you want that's a little deeper and a little more personal. It's entirely a personal choice. You don't have to want it, but if you do, that's a really good starting point. Thanks so much for joining me today. I really enjoyed this conversation. It seems like it feels like a really good real talk, like a being human kind of talk and it works for life and it works for business. But if you're listening to me and you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about or it sounds just like bogus or nonsense to you, but you want to know more or you're willing to invest in learning more and you think that it might be time to kind of pony up and get some mindset help and support for your I'm going to include a link in the show notes to an introductory call for me. It's a free video conferencing call. It's about 20 minutes. If you know it's time to get going and to get out of your own way and you think I might be the person who can help you, I invite you to schedule yourself into my calendar. We can talk about where you're struggling. I have a lot of different ways that I can help people in terms of the pricing and packages that I offer. I'd gladly talk to you and spend some time coming up with something that works best for you. But you drive this ship. You have 100% control over your life, your businesses, your relationships. I'm just here to help you along the way. Thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.